Yo, is there anything worse than people coming over to your house unannounced? I can't remember the last time that happened. Did you like it when it did, though? Sure didn't. No. Like, that is like, what? what how hard is it to text somebody and be like, yo, are you going to be around in a half hour? Especially in the age of the cell phone. Yeah. I'll concur. Like, oh, yeah, anything post, I say, 1998. I mean, even a phone call, though. True. Yeah, even that. Or, like, even if you see that person, like, previously in the day, and they say something, like, hey, I might stop by around, like, 530 Mm. and drop off or pick up, whatever. But when they just show up at your house. Ugh. They just show up. And it's like, and you know, like, they've just been driving around, waiting till they see that you're home. And it's like. That's an odd move. And it's like. Don't show up my house unannounced because I don't know about you, but if I'm at home and I'm not expected to be anywhere for the rest of the night, I am wearing nothing but underwear. (laughs) And if somebody comes knocking on my fucking door and it's somebody that, you know, I genuinely have respect for and, you know, I don't want to be a dick and not open the door, I got to run upstairs and I don't do run. Look at me. I don't run. And so I got to go upstairs, put clothes on after I just got undressed for the day, then come back downstairs. They've been out there for a good fucking five, six minutes now. Open it up while I'm still zipping up my shit and be like, oh, hey, you know, like put on some fake ass thing. I can't believe you're here unannounced and uninvited. What are you doing? And if it's not something like your mom's dead (laughs) or I found some fucking coke, do you want to go do this shit? It's like. Why are you at my house? Like, oh, I just stopped by to see what was up. It's like, don't do that. Mm-mm. Don't do that. To see what was up. I've that hasn't happened to me since I was since I was so young. I didn't have a cell phone yet. And back when you didn't have anything going on anyway. Yeah, I ha- I also lived down the street from my only friends. Yeah, so they were popping in and out. So yeah, that makes yeah. sense. But as an adult man can't, now, it's like don't do that. Can't imagine that because. We don't have the time like that anymore. No, it would affect our friendship, I think, if you pulled yeah. some weird shit like that. I'd be like, why would you think, what? what are you doing? I've determined now that if someone does that to me, I'm not going to answer the fucking door. And the thing is, I leave, like, the windows of my front of my house are normally, like, the blinds are normally somewhat open, so you can see in. I'm not even going to bother closing them to try to be sneaky. They can look in and see me playing Fallout in my underwear, <laughs> and I don't give a fuck. I was like, all right, yeah, you, yeah this is me time. If you would have called ahead, I would have left pants on. You did this. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, I like some dude, I'm not going to say his name because, you know, he may be my employer. You know, is this like, he does this shit all the time. And I'm like, he's like, you're always naked when I come over. I'm like, yeah, because I don't have anywhere to be. Yeah, dick. You know, I want to be at my most comfortable. And he's like, oh, yeah, well, I don't fucking do that shit till like bedtime. I'm like. Sorry. You just sit around your house with nothing to do, wearing jeans and shoes. You know who else does that? Who? Jeans and shoes at all times. Who? Freak of nature, my co-host of my other show, Matt. That's like some shit for people that have been to prison. Right. Like you <laughs> are ready for anything at any time. Well, he, he's, wait, he's ex-military. So maybe that's why. Matt is current military. He's active, active no. duty. So maybe that's why. Like, well, I'm trying to give him some fucking leeway here. So his his point that he made to me was, I grew up in a household that was like my 
my house was all fucked up. Like the floors were fucked up. There was nails sticking out of shit. So it was safer to walk around with shoes on. And I'm like, eh, okay. Yeah, but you fucking escaped. Yeah, but he's conditioned to it. Like, I guess he just can't let it go. How long has he lived on his own out of that house? Let's see. Pro- 10 years. He's had 10 years to acclimate. Yeah. I, I That's what I said to him. I was like, I feel bad for you. I'm so comfortable all the time with no shoes on. It's great. Yeah. It's great. Who the fuck just, like... I hate wearing shoes. My in parents, the house. My, my mother does that shit. She'll just like sit around their, the house just wearing jeans and sneakers. Like, first off, who the fuck wears a belt when they don't have to? Ooh. I don't like jeans in the first place. I don't like any pants. Mm-mm. As a fat man, no clothes are comfortable I like on sh- me at all. I, I prefer shorts year round, too. Well, I wouldn't mind it. I got away from doing that because I didn't want to fall into that fat guy cliche of. <laughs> wearing shorts and like 20 degree temperature there's but, s- but snow th- on the ground <laughs> Wait, you're wearing a fucking goose down jacket <laughs> and, and you're wearing fucking like shorts like nah i'm not doing that shorts with pockets yeah, on i'm them. not fucking doing that <laughs> yeah I, I switch over to jeans like as soon as possible towards the, like yeah. as soon as august over, i don't give a fuck how hot it still is i switch over well the first the very first day of fall this year it was cold immediately it was like 55 degrees yo on september 22nd we're talking about weather and we're yeah, we're not that old. Fuck that. We're not talking about weather anymore. No, let's get back to the unannounced <laughs> thing. Yeah, it's just like, and you don't know what the fuck I got planned that day. What if I had, you know, to do laundry? I got chores around the house. I do all my house chores in on, just underwear. It's like, how do you know I don't have like, you know, laundry or sure fucking do. dishes or cleaning up, you know? What if I want to jerk off? What if it's mm. the only day I have an empty house and I can just fucking crank one out? God forbid. With no disturbance whatsoever. Except you and i've been all day i've been waiting i was like six o'clock baby (laughs) six o'clock i'm laying down the towel getting out all the best candles the best lotions (laughs) and i'm just fucking treating yourself you know and and then all of a sudden you hear a knock at the door and it's just one of your dildo friends that you talk to every day it's like hey what's going on i brought over some miller lights you're like why why like (laughs) I've got my own. And even I'm if home. like, yeah, it's like, even if you want to do that, which is, you know, it's, I'm not saying, hey, don't show up my house in Miller Lights ever, but you know, just say, hey, look, man, you feel like having a couple in like the, in the driveway or something? I'm like, yeah, okay. But text me first. That way I'll jerk off faster. What do you think of that shit, Elliot? Great. See, you don't like that shit either, dude. So, yeah, I think anybody who does that, should have their house burned down. Mm-hmm. And they should have their... They should be stripped naked. It's like, how bad are things at home for you that you got to do this to me? And granted, I don't have the happiest life, but it still doesn't mean I want you to come over and try to make me happy when I'm trying to rub one out. Can I make or an t- assumption? Yeah. Did this happen recently? Yes. Okay. And it actually, it was... There's it, normally... Of a good friend of mine who happens I've, I've known since i was 14 but about eight years ago he moved to my neighborhood one street over and it's really put a test on our friendship like i still love him and i know i can do it to him anytime but i won't do that because i'm a fucking rational man mm-hmm. and i, I wonder respect, if it's who i respect boundaries i respect boundaries yeah. i don't think you've met him okay never mind but yeah it's like why would you just show up at someone's house completely unannounced? Mm-mm. You don't do it. 
It doesn't compute. And like it just makes me think that that person is staying at their house, like just twiddling their thumbs on the couch. Not TV's off. They're fully dressed. They got like a suit on or something. <laughs> like I sure wish somebody would come over and bring me some Miller Lights or. Those are the people who sleep in full pajamas. Those are the people that sleep in jeans. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's just disgusting. For, uh, but no, it was actually a family member. I have this one aunt that I actually like, and she constantly stops over. Huh. I don't know. Like, it, I can't hate because she normally brings over, like, fresh produce, which is great. She's like, oh, I went to the farmer's market. I got you this big basket of stuff, which is great. <sighs> but, you know, like, when it's my weekly time to jo it's like look aunt pat i love you to death you're my favorite aunt ever but my man has needs it is better i will admit it's better to not show up and to be empty-handed yeah but still unannounced is a is a no-go for me even uh, later there's even times that people text me or like yo can i just stop by and drop something off i just want to be like leave, leave it at the door <laughs> like, <laughs> like a fucking door dasher like, <laughs> Because, like, it all is, they, they want to drop something off, and even if it's no matter how important or not important it is, they still want to have that half hour of bullshit talk. And it's like, yo, I saw you like three hours ago. Mm-mm. We spent eight, nine hours together. Like, there's nothing new for us to talk about today. Ugh. So, how about you just drop it off and we enjoy our alone times? I just don't like it. Mm-mm. What about you? What is is anything like grinding my gears or what? Do what? I, or do I enjoy that? Do you enjoy that? No, of course, of course not. I'm a I'm a normal person. Once 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 my alone time has started and I know there's nothing else, you know, to there's yeah. nothing else to interact with for the day. Or if I'm not doing something later, the day is over as far as yeah. I'm concerned. Like I mean, granted, something could come up and then you'll get a notification of some kind. Yeah, and then. I have, but I have to be notified so I can shift my mindset back to not me time, because if my me time is interrupted, yeah, I'm 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 annoyed. My first reaction is annoyed. Like you spend all day around people, the last thing you want is to get home, yeah. get in your comfort zone, and then have people. No, I already got this guy. Even if I have like some shit to drop off somewhere, I w- I will say, look, I'm just gonna leave some at your front door, or I'll just go drop it off unannounced. And then text them as soon as I leave, left something out front of your house. That's, yeah, that's a pro move. Because it's not just because me being courteous to them. It's also me having to avoid the inane small talk of, Mm -hmm. hey, I thought you needed more of this. So I brought this, you know, it's like, "Eh, this conversation is going nowhere for all of us. And I don't know, Mm -mm. maybe I should be more appreciative of my friends who actually wanted to see me and do things for me, but fuck them. Also fuck (laughs) them. (laughs) <laughs> also, I gotta juggle one out every once in a while, and I like only do it once a week, man. God forbid they interrupt yeah. that, or God like, help, God help them rather. Oh, uh, if it, next time it happens, I'm not even going to stop. <laughs> I'll leave the door unlocked, and what happens happens, and it's all on them. <laughs> if they come, if they just fucking walk in, and my pee hole is just winking at them, just roping out. I mean, that's their that's their fault. That's their fault. Isn't it like if they have the if they have the balls or the nerve to say, What are you doing? I was like balls. It doesn't matter what I'm doing. This is my place and my time. What are you doing? Yeah. No who who, who put a gun to your head and told you to come in? Yeah. 
because I couldn't live without that MacGruber DVD. You know, it's like, Jesus Christ. Granted, that movie's sick, and I wouldn't mind watching it, but you could have given it to me tomorrow. It's not time sensitive. Or told me to look it up on my own volition yeah. on a streaming service and not yeah. and not waste a trip over here. <laughs> exactly. They exist <laughs> online. Who has DVD? Well, I have a shit ton of DVDs. I'll I got shut, some right I'll, over I'll there. I'll shut the fuck up. <laughs> I have like an entire room of them. <laughs> I can almost, if that door wasn't closed, I could see mine from oh, here. Oh, God. You have MacGruber? No. <laughs> I do have a... Uh, Why even bother? Oh, uh, what's that What's that movie where uh, Samuel Samuel Jackson is, uh, is on trial for allegedly killing that girl, but he didn't? Yes, they deserve to die, and I oh, hope they burn um, in hell. Uh, I got that I one. I can't remember, there. and I can't really find it in me to care. Fuck. <laughs> I know what you're talking about, though. It was like Samuel Jackson. Time to kill. He plays an angry guy, which is really out of character for him. <laughs> he never plays the angry guy. A time to kill is yeah. what it is. It's a good-ass movie, though. Oh, yeah. They like, they, like, fuck up his daughter or something, and then he just kills him. And then you're just like, all right, whatever. He's angry. I get it. Courtroom drama. Maybe that's why he's angry. Maybe they fucking killed his daughter when he had just got home from work. Oh, he was falsely accused. He just did a, he just did a double, right? He had just done a double at work. Something like that, yeah. He gets home. He fucking... He strips down to his... That's what it was. To his old school boxers. Because that's what Samuel L. rocks. His old school boxers and like a wife beater. And he's just trying to sit down and enjoy some cold spaghetti in front of the TV. And then somebody goes and kills his daughter, and now he's got to go out and murder when he just wanted to stay, have a nice night in. Mm-hmm. Maybe you I'm know? due to watch it. I forgot the, half the plot of the movie. I hope you watch it and somebody comes over. <laughs> while, while I beat off watching the movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, yes, they deserve to die. Oh, man, this litigation is really fucking... <laughs> <laughs> Some about the stenographer just does it for me. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, so 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 anywho i was thinking something else too i want to get your feelings on this mm. do you have a fr- i don't have s- any i'm friends. gonna say this right out of all the people that you consider a friend and as soon as i say this i know a person's going to pop right to your head mm. and you're gonna feel like a piece of shit afterwards which one of your friends has the ugliest wife slash girlfriend don't name. You don't have the names. Names, but did you something come up right away? No. Really? I'm kind of at a loss. What? Yeah. Oh Jesus Christ! Apparently, your fucking friends groups all hitting home runs. Cause you don't have that one friend that's like a good looking dude. Not anymore. Great personality, but for some reason, even like say like after a lifetime of him just bringing home absolute tens. Or at least sevens and above with great personalities. He just ends up like moving in with or marrying just some bog creature <laughs> with like the personality of a fucking hornet. You know, it just <laughs> and you don't have any friend like that. You know what? Because seriously, I can name like six without even thinking about it. I, mm, now, to to their credit. I can think of one, <laughs> but it didn't previously knock it out of the park either oh, okay. with a previous relationship. But the one he is with now is, it's saying a lot to say this, but he is out of her league. Jeez. Yeah, I got a lot of friends like that. 
I got a lot of friends like that. And it's funny as shit. Um, a good friend of mine, I won't say his name, but it's Matt Bennett. <laughs> we had this. We did. A, we did this thing. It was like, <laughs> which one of our friends has the ugliest wife on the count of three? <laughs> and on the count of three, we both had the same name. <laughs> and then we just tongue kissed for like fucking six <laughs> minutes. No, but it like we actually had the same fucking answer, and it was just like ludicrous because. The person we're talking about, like, he's a good-looking dude, strapping, a great job, great personality, and just he's with just total fucking the kind of girl that you just looks like she has leg acne, <laughs> you know, just fucking, and like the personality matches. It's not like <laughs> like they're artistically creative or they have a great sense of humor or they know a lot of facts about the tv show alf or anything cool like that it's just what the fuck are you doing dude <laughs> and that shit fucking just blows my mind and he's just like there's like some like the kind of person like they'll post a picture and if you don't know them like personally you're like is that his aunt like what the fuck is going on here it's like they like marry somebody who's like 30 years older than them and just I don't know. Go to bed, buddy. You're go, good. Go, damn, dude. Elliot. There you go. Elliot, you're breaking my flow. <laughs> Start calling you Opie. But, <laughs> Hold on. Let's take a caller. <laughs> damn, he <laughs> fucking hates you. <laughs> but for real, you don't have any friends like that. No. Yeah, I, I might have one, but... So, I don't. And then if you're friends with Tom Alderson, congratulations on just fucking crushing it at life. Dude, there's this one, this one kid, like, I went to, like, he was in every grade with me throughout school since, like, fourth grade, and he always had, like, the prettiest girls, and he wasn't, he wasn't, he, him personally was, like, a six, but he was hilarious, you know, he had good personality, and just, he just attracted just the, the most beautiful and intelligent women ever, and he setting it up with this girl who seriously looked like someone had left her out in the rain for like a month, you know, it just, or like she just, she floated to the top of like a reservoir and, uh, and she's dead. And the thing is, is like, I can understand of like, Hey, maybe, you know, they had an encounter. He got her pregnant and he wanted to do the right thing, but they were together two years before they had kids. Hmm. So that's out of the fucking thing there. I'm just like, and he does. He's no different now that he's older. Like he's got a little gray at the temples, but that's it. Hmm. And it's like, dude, what happened? He got trapped with a four. There's like, there's times where like, when we were growing up. He always had a really good looking girlfriend, and I always just had, you know, a tube sock. And now, like, I'm pulling in shit that just is way better than anything he's pulling in, and that's just bonkers to me. <laughs> about how just that shift it should happens. be insulting to him yeah <laughs> how did this happen like, he doesn't look like like wake up you know oh, wipe the crust out of his eyes <laughs> and look over and instantly want to put the crust back into his eyes <laughs> and just like it's like did i lose a fucking bet you know did some gypsy like put a curse on me it's like what is happening i i don't fucking get it dude and and like and like I said, there's no personality to go along with it. It's not like all of a sudden the guy in question had become like a drug addict or 
lost out of receding hairline or micro penis or anything like that. He just, uh-huh. you know, we just got a little bit grayer and that's it. And now all of a sudden, I don't know. I don't know. But apparently all your goddamn friends are crushing it. All, I, I can say that. All my friends are doing really well. Jesus Christ. They're settled. They're, and all the ones that are settled down are settled down with good eggs, too. Everybody's got a good egg. Easy on the eyes. No complaints. Uh, I'm going to tell you a story. Speaking of easy on the eyes, right. wives are significant others. All right. This is kind of a non sequitur, but I don't care. It's a, one of my favorite stories that ever happened to me in my entire life. I always go over my friend's house. He's like, come on over. We're going to have a couple beers in the back porch. I was like, yeah, all right, I'll come over. So I go over, and he's like, and there's a bunch of there's a couple cars out front. I was like, who's all out? Who's all here? He's like, he's like, oh, my wife has her friends over. They're all out back sunbathing. Hmm. And I was like, whatever. And like, I've known his wife for a long fucking time, so I just she is as like she's yeah she's very pretty, but you know just there's nothing I can't you know be like oh like that or anything mm-hmm. because it's just like it's too she's too close of a friend now yeah. She's but, in. She's in. Yeah, but I walked out back to go. So I got to go say hi to her because it's her place too. You know, you got to be polite. Yeah. So I walk out there and there's all her friends in their fucking bathing suits, just you know, sunning and shit. And how many are we talking? Three. Okay. Three people total. Three people total. Okay. And she, the wife in question is dead center as I walk out the back door, and I look straight ahead, and it's her butt is in my face, and the bathing suit is pushed aside enough that i saw her butthole <laughs> oh god and at first i was like you know like samson from half-baked i was like ee! but <laughs> then i just kept like doing like <laughs> is that like at like, first, first like three glances were to confirm it then the other ones was like that's kind of perfect little cheerio over there like holy shit <laughs> and then like so i'm just sitting there just like i'm trying my best to not be a pig and I'm failing miserably. And oh, I'm sorry. Is my butthole talk boring you? <laughs> no, you gotta sorry. go play with your cat that you fucking see every day. Jesus Christ! Good, he's a good one. I'm professional. I'm talking about I'm talking about a Cheerio here. So anyway, I keep snatching glances at the Cheerio, and we're just out there fucking just just drinking, talking. And he's like, "Dude, really? You're right in front of me, and you're doing this?" I'm like, "What are you talking about?" He's like, "Come on, man. Come on." I was like, "All right, I was." He's like, it's a good Cheerio, though, right? I'm like, yeah, it is. <laughs> like, it's a damn good Cheerio. Good for him for being yeah. able to say that. I mean, because, like, and the funny thing is, is, like, other times, like, he probably would have been like, hey, yo, your Cheerio's out. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, there's people over. Put your Cheerio away. You know, that's for us. But he just didn't say a damn thing to it. And the only thing he, thing he said was, come on, dude, to me. It's not like he punched me in the face or slapped me or kicked me out of his house and... Even after he said it, I still got at least two or three more glances at it. (laughs) I would have at least expected a flick on the temple or something. Oh, Jesus Christ. But no. He was just like, come on, man. (laughs) At that point, though, it's like, come on, what? (laughs) It's like, I'm only human. We are human beings after all. Honestly, even if it was a dude. I would be looking to. I would be like. There it is. (laughs) Butthole. You know, just like. (laughs) Now, if it was a guy friend, especially somebody I was close to, or somebody I was close to was close to, I would have, I, I, I would give myself per- permission in my head to fuck with them, and I would probably try to throw something in it, <laughs> like a penny or something. If you could actually manage to throw a penny in this Cheerio, I mean, could you, 
I mean, um, obviously it's not going to go in, but it would be funny. <laughs> the attempt alone would be funny. He's a good enough friend that I would that if he hadn't caught me glancing at it, I never would have brought it up. Right. Because it's just it's it's it'd be rude to be like, hey, I saw your but, wife. I saw your wife's. Fucking- I saw your wife's fucking. You know, dot. You know, and <laughs> I just wanted you to know that. So there's no static between you and me going forward in this friendship. Just of so ours. We're, yeah, just so we're very clear. <laughs> this this thirty year friendship we've had. I didn't want to ruin it by saying, hey, man, I know what your fucking wife's butthole looks like. <laughs> I think, you know, first I was like, I'm embarrassed, you know, he's just like, come on, man. I was like, ah, oh, fuck me. I'm a piece of shit. I'm a low life. But also I was like, I just like, the only thing I said after that, I was just like, good for you, bud. And he was just like, <laughs> good. He's so, proud. Yeah. I mean, he knows he's probably seen him a few times. Definitely. Hopefully. What's up, Al Qaeda? See, this is why I'm distracted. He's just a good little dude bopping around. Dude, he's some fucking riddle or something. He need to focus. <laughs> All right. Bye. Anywho, Fuck uh, it. so we both did our homework. You didn't. Yeah, I did. What are we starting with? Well, I've already heard Race Trader. Well, to, to catch people up, we had this thing in the past two episodes, which, you know, break the fourth wall. We recorded them back to back, so we didn't have a chance between them to do it. We gave each other at the end of the episode a record and a podcast slash comedian to go check out mm-hmm. to follow up on you know and also for everybody who's all 14 of you who are listening yeah it's mostly I check the numbers <laughs> wink and uh just you know just for you know something else something new to check out but uh you want to go first i'll go well since i had already heard race trader yeah but did you hear that record no uh but i did a i did a nice uh again because we're breaking the fourth since we're break already <laughs> since the fourth wall is already broken here. But that means you've had two weeks to do do so, and it's only a twenty eight minute record. Mm. So there's really no excuse. Nope, there's not. I'm a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. 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 No, I gave I gave Cast Iron Hike a good listen to, and uh, I enjoyed it for what it is. That means you didn't like it, is what that means. It's not something I would put on by choice, right. but I wouldn't turn it off either. If somebody hmm. if somebody else put it on in the car, I'd be like, "All right, cast iron hike, not yeah. bad." It's like, um, it's like Life of Agony meets Snapcase, but better. Nah, Life of Agony, I don't see, but the Snapcase reference, like some of the riffs, I can see what you're saying. The riffs, they're 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 like Snapcase, but they're not deedle deedly. Yeah, they have more a little more groove to them. Yeah, the, yeah. What's that called? A pinch harmonic or whatever the fuck that horseshit. I hate that. It's just deedle deedle music. Fucking silly <laughs> their singer is better than snapcase's singer too yeah well it's a different approach completely so i guess i can't really say the dude from the snapcase stinks because he's actually pretty good but yeah for, for what it is sure a different beast yeah it's it's something between rapping and singing but not to like an offensive level i don't even know if it's rapping i mean it's not i mean it's uh i mean it's does it rhyme it's it's poetic and it's delivered okay. in such a way. It has that kind of like rap rap kind of delivery to it. Because you describe it as like that makes me hate the record now. And that's just not. Oh, <laughs> speaking of speaking of the record, it has a perfect drum sound. Yeah, it's it's yeah, the recording quality is great. It, the drum sound is incredible. Yeah, that record was what ninety something ninety late nineties. 
98 or some shit like Late that? Late 90s and 98, 99 in there. The, they came on... No, they came... Actually, they signed a victory the same time Hapri did. Like... That's 97. It's about 97. Okay. Well, I'm not going to... Because it, it was like those two, and I think... So I think Buried Alive was shortly after that, or like the the, the new Victory bands. That tracks because Victory had had like the same like twelve bands for like their whole career and shit. But yeah, I just it's a great record. Um, what else did I put? Oh, um, for for all those listening, if you like Age of Apocalypse, that new band, yeah. you should do your homework and listen to this band because they're better. They. Like Age of the, I agree, but Age of Apocalypse is still a pretty good band. They they after seeing them live, yeah. I'll agree with you. But Cast Iron Hike walked so Age of Apocalypse could run. Yeah. But. So do your homework and check them out. They're um uh uh they're in, in classic old band fashion. They did not shy away from a long song. Oh no, there's like one or two that are in the seven minute. Yeah. Mark. Yeah. The, the that the one the one really long one like right in the middle of the record gets good at the end too. Oh yeah, it's got it, it's it's like six minutes it's, of build up, but it needs it. Yeah, it's like six minutes of build up, but then the end is great. Like I don't mind a long song if it calls for it being that long. It's like I call it my musical ADHD, my millennial fucking music shit. But it I just say you could probably never handle some shit like Neurosis. Neurosis, I <laughs> I used to like Neurosis. A I lot. love Neurosis. Um, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, Enemy of the Sun. I love that. Yeah, all, all their shit is great. Mm-hmm. You know, it sucks that you know their one guy got a little problematic. But <laughs> now, uh, like it'll be like a twelve minute songs and like it's ten minutes of build up to two minutes of an explosion, and it's that's <laughs> like I can justify that. But if you're a band, it's just like verse, chorus, verse, chorus, verse, chorus. There's nothing wrong with that. But keep your song to two minutes. Yeah, ninety seven, if, if not less. 97 that mm-hmm. cast iron hike record mm-hmm. yeah so satisfaction in that came out the same year mm-hmm. my favorite songs were uh watch it burn the, the yeah. title track and reach the floor reach for the floor that's my favorite song on there too that's one of the long ones too mm-hmm. that is that uh, yeah yeah it gets good at like the last minute yeah. and a half but that uh, opening riff is real good yes yeah i was like okay this is tight yeah did you uh so you've already heard race trader so we'll skip that but what did you think of the the two podcasts I guess it doesn't matter. Like, I recommended Stuff Island, and then like the next week, you and I went and saw Stuff Island live in Philly. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say, <laughs> so. since since I've already seen both comedians on You Fucked It live before, yeah, I can already give them a glowing recommendation. They're both hilarious, yeah. and I can't wait to see them again. And then, yeah, let's talk about the Stuff Island show a little bit. Then I thought it was <laughs> fucking incredible. It was really good. Uh, Tommy Pope is hilarious and needs to continue doing stand-up. Yeah, it was his first stand-up show in seven years. I, th- he, I thought he did like one-ish before. No, this was the, that was the first one he wanted to make Philly number the first. And he did really well. Yeah, he, he did, fucking killed it. He did, what, 20 minutes? Yeah. I laughed the entire time. I want to say that the opener... Oh, he's, he's my... Uh, he's my he's, he was going to be one of my recommendations this week. Sean Gardini. I knew him from the Gillian Keefe sketches and as the producer of Matt and Shane Seeger podcast. I thought that was his and voice. And I've seen him as a guest on Stuff Island and one or two other pods. 
but that was my first time ever hearing or seeing any of his stand-up and he was really really good really fucking funny sean gardini rocks he just has this real laid-back delivery like the material Mm -hmm. is like he's got a hedberg delivery but without being the hippie i think he sounds like a philly joe para i have no idea who joe para is well he uh he does like a i think he does a sketch show now but he was on uh i i tell you what my my homework for this week is going to be a podcast that he was on before that i think like is one of my favorite podcasts of all time and is a is a great um uh, for uh format because it was just it was it was six six comics sitting right. sitting around a table reading current events right and and riffing. Oh, you were telling me about this and, off pod. Yeah, and they would right, and they would riff on each other too, and they would have guests come in constantly because just like uh like XM, they had an open door policy because they used to record it at the Creek in the Cave in Queens. So if people were there doing you know doing spots or just hanging out, they could just come. So it's kind of like how what Legion of Skanks does now when they're at yeah. the Creek in the Cave. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly like that. But. Back, what was the name of the the pod though? That pod is go, is called Roundtable of Gentlemen. Okay. It's right. um, it was it was like an offshoot of the last podcast on the left scene in New York because mm-hmm. two members of Last Pod are on that show along with four other comics who were actual like either either actual stand ups or sketch actors. Right. And uh, jo- like Joe Para was on there. Um, I think List may have been on a couple times. Chris Stefano was on multiple times. Michael Che was on multiple times. Uh, Micah Sherman was on a lot, a whole lot. Um, uh, uh, Jermaine Fowler was on there a lot. Damn. Yeah, like people who are very successful now were were all like hanging out on that show, and it was hilarious. But. Joe Pera was on like three episodes of that and um <laughs> he has the same like laid back like kind of kind of yeah so well like, I, I compared delivery. it to like he, like Hedberg I didn't mean like material wise I don't mean material Just wise either I delivery. mean straight up delivery I mean straight up delivery here you see that fucking Roger that per- Clemens I just did that perfect arc Jesus yeah Christ he has that same sort of like laid backy delivery so definitely Definitely, definitely listen to Roundtable of Gentlemen. Okay. I'll give you a couple episodes to start but, with, I yeah. guess. But that show was good. Uh, I did sidetrack, side yeah. Chris O'Connor was great. He did a great job, too. Um, oh, we, we, were, um, we, were, uh, we were trying to figure out who the special guest was going to be. Yeah, and it was uh, John McKeever from yeah. Gillian Keeves who was there for like four minutes. Yeah, a total of Commented five. on some girl's giant tits and then just kind of left. Yeah. Speaking of, there was a girl sitting to your right who was just like an Amazonian. Dude, I fell in love like five or six times. I remember I remember she had a white top and, and black pants on. Yeah. But I didn't get a good look at her because when we, when we got up and left, I just left. I didn't, I, like, I, I didn't know. I didn't, I didn't think to. You yeah. sus as hell, man. Yeah. I'm trying to use the the kids vernacular now. You hear that? I said sus. <laughs> no cap on God. <laughs> yeah. But um. All right. So on to the homework you gave me. Uh, the podcast. Well, the comedian you gave me was uh, Shane Torres. 
and the name wasn't ringing bells at the time, but I come to find out I did know who he had seen him before. I rewatched. He has a Comedy Central half hour. I wonder if it was a Comedy Central presents or whatever you co- they were called. But yeah, I watched that, and then I watched him on an episode of Ari Shafir's Skeptic Tank, mm-hmm. and he is hilarious. His voice bugs the shit out of me. I like his voice, but no, I'm, I'm like it's annoying as hell. But he's funny enough that I can overlook that. Mm-hmm. Normally, like. Like, there's people that I generally find interesting, and if their voice is weird, like, some points, I'll just be like, I got to walk away from you. I've done that. (laughs) I can't do it. I can't think of it offhand, but I've for sure done it. The girl lives across the street from me is, like, the sweetest, cutest. She's, like, like, she reminds me of Janine from Ghostbusters, but, like, younger and and hot, right? (laughs) But she's got that voice. And when she's talking to me, and her dog's cute, so, like, you know, she's got all the fucking wind calm going on. But every time she talks, I'm just like, oh, God, I got to go back inside. Like, this is bad. Man, and you're stuck across the street, too. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, that could be all kinds of creep shit for me to do, but nope. She's got that fucking helium voice. Oh, man. <laughs> even even when you run away, you're only a, a few steps away. Dear women, if you ever want to avoid creepy dudes <laughs> like me, <laughs> get yourself an obnoxious voice. <laughs> whatever you got to do, huff, whatever you got to huff. Just get a fucking obnoxious voice. But no, uh, Shane Suarez was great. And uh, you also recommended uh, Girls Gotta Eat podcast. And I tried numerous times to listen to their most recent episode. And it's not because of them. It's just due to the fact that I was fucking dog tired every time I tried to listen to it. So I would put it in the earbuds and fucking just try to listen. And I would fall asleep like that. <laughs> Maybe it's like NyQuil. But, uh, and like, there's nothing wrong with the material. Like, but I only caught maybe ten minutes, and honestly, it's that ten minutes where you're half asleep, so you're not really paying attention. But I did watch. They just did an episode of Whiskey Ginger, Andrew Santino's podcast. They both did. Yeah, they're on it together oh. on the most recent one he put out, and I watch and I uh, watched that on YouTube, and they were fucking great. They were really fucking funny, and. So now I actually went, you know, subscribed to all this shit. So I will be trying to keep up with them more. Mm-hmm. I had seen them on Barstool's Answer the Internet, and they were funny on that. But that's only like a 15-minute thing. Mm-hmm. But this was like a full, almost two-hour pod. And, yeah, they were fucking hysterical. And I'm stoked that the, one of them's from Delaware. Mm-hmm. He, um, Hessel Tyne is yeah. the one from Delaware, yeah. And on that note, my homework for you mm-hmm. is one thing I love. Like, even though I get... We get cl- like Delawareans get clowned constantly from being from Delaware. We've heard all of the same six jokes, but I love the support anything Delaware based. So, because this is a comedian from Delaware who has two podcasts, he actually lives in New York now. But I actually met him from I used to book uh, punk and hardcore shows years ago, and he was a regular, even though he was really into ska, but uh. Which you know, don't hold it against him. He's obnoxious as fuck too, <laughs> but he's he's a great kid and he's actually a funny comedian. His name is Ian Fidance, and he's got two pods. He's got one called Bye Guys, which is him and a comedian named Zach, Zach Amico. Very mm-hmm. funny, and it's two bisexual dudes, do, you know, being silly geese. And um, the other one he has is called Being Ian, and the co-host is Jordan Jensen, 
another comedian from New York who was also super hilarious. Hey, don't mind us. You're just choking to death, right? Yeah, you just throwing up? Do you mind? <laughs> Is it because I said Ian Fidance? Or Ska? So, yeah. <laughs> Being Ian and uh, Bye Guys. And actually, follow him on Instagram. He puts clips up quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And I actually think he's in the new season of Gillian Keeve. So I believe he'll, that. he'll pop up there, too. He looks like Nigel Thornberry. <laughs> you know, but he does, he, too. But, yeah. I've I, seen his face a lot. But I, got, I always got to look out for Delaware. I always got to look out for Delaware. But um, as far as the music he recommended, City Hunter was fucking fantastic. I absolutely loved it. Like, I thought the name was kind of weird and i saw that in the cover art i was like this looks like a really bad european beatdown band but listening to it i was like yo this is definitely serial killer music mm-hmm. that's exactly what i thought it's I just it. fucking just the most distorted out there punk rock fast as fuck mean and angry as fuck the vocals are like inhuman mm-hmm. and it was it was fucking fantastic and like i I not only listened to the record, I actually repeated it probably about five or six times in one yeah. sitting. Much like the song, and then Stab went, and Repeat. And then went and got, they have another record called Knife Protocol. I got I got that one and did the same with that. And then I was so stoked on it. Like you were telling me about their label, Youth Attack, mm-hmm. which I wasn't familiar with. I actually went and checked out their discography of Youth Attack records and got like four or five. <laughs> nice. <laughs> And got like four or five other records off that to, you know, queued up to listen to next. So I, w- I was like fucking just loving the shit out of that. Uh, so that was a really good call. Uh, Muna saves the world. Mm-hmm. I. What, hold on. What did you think of that record? <laughs> that was Chris Barnes, everybody. <laughs> um, anywho, I, I like the first song, right? The first song was great. It was like kind of slow, pa- like mid-paced, mm-hmm. kind of sad but pretty. And what I love that shit. The second song was super poppy and radio friendly, and I hated it. And then the next song was slower, a little sadder, you know. And I really, really liked it. And the whole record went that way for me. Up and down, up and up down. and down. Like it was all peaks and valleys. But mm-hmm. the songs I did like, I really, really liked. Mm-hmm. But the songs I didn't like, I really just didn't. Like, some of them were just way too, like, commercially poppy. Well, the, that, a lot of the sing, like the singles on that record yeah. have been on repeat in, like, H&M for, like, years now. Really? According, I could see that. According to, according to my girlfriend who uh, was a DM of a H&M for a long time, yeah. You know, she stopped listening to Paramore for four seconds? Yeah, believe no. it or not. But... It, like this, like I said, the songs I didn't like. I just uh, it wasn't for me. But they, they definitely have some really good songs on the record. It's the, not bad, right? The girl's voice is beautiful. It's good. She's fantastic. Here, grab, so, grab like a length of of mic cord and keep like no, keep like two and a half feet of it in your lap. Well, I don't like you tell me what to do. Like you're my fucking dad or something. Just so your mic has like some slack, like that. Some some back office. Uh, podcast production. We're going to edit that out. I'm not going to edit it out, actually. Why? Because I don't want (laughs) to. What a piece of shit. (laughs) Anywho, so yeah. So I already recommended a comedian pod for you, but for record, yeah. For record, uh, is a little something a little less heavy. um, Is a band called Ambulette. 
A M B U L E T T E. And the record is called The Lottery. Are you familiar with an older band called Denali? No. It's like an indie rock with like a girl singer. Well, it's pretty much what the band that happened after that. And it's just fantastic shit. It's like more indie rock stuff, but a little more lighter and less sad than that Denali stuff, but I, I'm I'm a proprietor of some like poppy not sad but indie rock like Yeah. Like down like yeah kind of down tempo stuff. I like that shit. Yeah. And I don't like I do not like sad and intentionally sad music. Oh I, I do not like it has I, to, it's my fucking bread and butter, dude. If it's not angry or sad, I don't really want anything to do with it. It has to be really good for me to like it if it's right. intentionally sad. It's gotta be sad or angry or else I want nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. I mean, otherwise you just end up listening to something like H two O, and nobody wants that. <sighs> Oi, fucking Bay. So, wait, what fucking podcast did you recommend? The Roundtable of Gentlemen. So the 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 comedy that I recommend this week is Roundtable of Gentlemen. Okay. I think I I know for a fact it can be found on YouTube. Unfortunately, there are no video episodes because people weren't doing that kind of shit back then. Right. The show only ran from like 2011 to 2017. Right. Because one of the hosts, Kevin Barnett, died untimely oh, a few yeah, years ago. Yeah. And plus a bunch of them had like moved and like the last podcast guys like moved to LA and got famous. So it, last podcast is one of those podcasts that same people told me I should listen to it that it made me not want to listen to it. It's okay. If five people tell me something's good, I'll be like, okay, I'll check it out. But if like 20 people tell me something's good, I'll get annoyed and never listen to it. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm fucking 60. I don't know. What do you got for me music-wise? How are you on Death uh, death Rock? Like that shirt that fucking Butthead used to wear on... Thieves and Butthead? <laughs> no, that was that. I think or he wore he an AC. I think he wore an ACDC nah, shirt. That was or a Metallica was, shirt. Yeah, but then they changed it after Metallica and ACDC got pissed at him. Did they? And it became Death Rock and Skull. <laughs> I didn't. Yeah. I did not know but that. But the newer ones, they actually got the the band they got names it back. back. Yeah, I fucking brought it back. I never would have thought that they changed. Yeah, once it's so funny. Death Rock. Death Rock is like Sisters of Mercy type shit. Eh. Like guitar driven synth music from the eighties, nineties. I'm not a fan, but you know what? I'll fucking, I'll give anything a try. Like, I'm not one of those people like, if it's a genre I don't normally listen to, I'm not going to be like, all right, well, I'm not going to fucking listen to that. All right. I'll, I'll give it a shot. So my my musical homework this week is a record called uh, God's Own Medicine by The Mission. Oh, I've heard The Mission before. I I, I love that record. Did they have that song Under the Milky Way? I don't think so. Or No, that was The Church. No, the mission rules. Definitely listen to uh, God's Own Medicine. Just text it to me because I'll forget it because I'm fucking 89 years old. <laughs> so, um, I hear you got something for me in the uh, best recurring segment of any podcast ever called Evil Tits. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, Hit I, me. I, I, not only is it something, I have a, oh, I have a pair for you. Before <laughs> we get started, I want to tell you something really funny oh. about... I made my mom, I told my mom what uh, we were talking about last week with Rachel Dolezal. Mm-hmm. And she didn't know who Rachel Dolezal was. And she, my mom was completely convinced that she was a black woman. <laughs> I was like, nah, that's what she really looks like. It's like, oh, well, maybe she has like that 
that albino thing. I'm like, yeah, but you're born with that. That doesn't just happen. <laughs> and she's like, well, why would they kick her out? Why can't she be in the N- NAACP anymore? I was like, well, you know what that stands for, right? She's like, yeah. I'm like, well, she's not a colored person. And I seriously had to explain it to her. And it was adorable and annoying at the same time. But then I then I showed her the pictures. And she's like, those aren't even like, oh. <laughs> those aren't even tasteful i'm like no. i know it's the opposite of taste it's like, quite the opposite i was like i know like she should have gone down to the sears you know and she's <laughs> like yo how portrait studio how much does this cost and just threw her fucking ankles in the air but yeah sixty dollars well spent <laughs> so if deb doesn't approve of that chick's fucking portal you know it's just that's another nobody strike. should it's another strike but what do you got for me nice as uh this week I've got some of the most evil tits there is. Ooh. I'd say, personally. Ooh, Nancy Pelosi. Ah, uh, <laughs> she. I heard she rod up an insurrection at the uh, Capitol building. Uh, did they do that? Yeah, it was, it was her fault. What day was I heard, that? I heard, I don't know, my dad told me about it. <laughs> He told me about it. From experience? He said she hired crisis actors and staged that whole fucking thing. That diabolical woman. He he seriously thinks January 6th didn't happen because, uh, I don't know if I said this already, but uh, he saw, he says one of the people he saw at the Capitol riots, he also saw on an episode of NCIS. So that means that, you know, it's fake. It can't be someone who just looks like him. No it, way. It could actually be that person because you think about it, the insurrection. What the singer from Iced Earth was there. <laughs> and do you watch the show Bob's Burgers? I do. Do you know Jimmy Pesto, the guy who has a restaurant across the street from Bob's Burgers? Sure. He was there. That guy. That guy, the voice actor, <laughs> and that's why he's not on the current like the new shows anymore. So yeah, it's quite possible. He's but, indisposed right now. Yeah. I don't know if they're bringing him back or not, but, you know. How what, funny would it be if they did? It's like, but what do you think about it? It's so on brand for Jimmy Pesto. He's <laughs> such a son of a bitch. Uh, but anyway, back to Nance Money. Money is uh, one of her main things. I saw her beach pic of her in those fucking fetching white pants. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, you, or you, will, you will know what we're talking about, viewers. Google Nancy Pelosi beach pics, mm-hmm. and for someone who looks like Emperor Palpatine from Star Wars, <laughs> she has. <sighs> they look good for a grandma age too. Uh, she's eighty something. Oh Jesus Christ! Or maybe I'm just not looking at enough eighty year old women to really know that they, they do still look pretty fucking gnarly. I don't know. They're they're outliers for sure. <laughs> yeah they were and the thing best part about that set is that no one knew Mm -mm. except for mr pelosi i assume but yeah wow she is from baltimore yeah it makes sense i would have never thought that there's a lot of girls with great racks and with their big pieces (laughs) of shit from baltimore uh you know what you're right (laughs) (laughs) she have a coke habit too Jesus Christ. Does she hang out at Autobar? <laughs> <laughs> Nancy Pelosi just fucking doing key bumps at soundstage. Yeah. <laughs> She's 82 years old. So that picture is great for one. Because, yes, they, it is impressive. 
But what I can't look past in that picture is her hands. I was going to bring that up, how, how freaky <laughs> her hands are. They have the Snickers dick vein on each one. <laughs> it's like it's like instead of having like multiple veins in her arms like most human beings do, she truly is a reptilian and it's just one vein. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's how shapeshifters work. I don't know. I'll have they ask the, the singer from the Cro-Mags get, get what knowledge <laughs> he knows about shapeshift and Nancy. John, John, why, uh, John, wash that makeup off real quick. Wash, <laughs> wash that black face off, John. <laughs> Let us know what's going on with shapeshift and Nancy. The, uh, the whole the whole reason I picked her is because she's been uh, she's been insider trading with her husband and they've amassed like hundreds of millions of dollars in stock options over the last several decades. I don't really get mad when politicians do shit like that because I expect it. Yeah, fair. You know what I mean? All right. I'm not saying it's good and no. I'm not saying it's forgivable. It is kind of to be expected like, though. When a politician does that shit, I'm like, yeah, okay. I see. But like when Martha Stewart did, I was like, oh shit, okay, Martha, you know. Hey, she went down and she did that yeah, time. She did her sta- time, man. Like she a, did it standing on her head. Like a fucking G. She didn't say a word to nobody either. I wonder how that rack is. Hmm. But She's not evil enough, though. I give Martha no. a total pass. Yeah. I don't care how good a rack is. You ever see her do a brisket? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'll forgive her for anything if she can smoke a brisket. But Nance, which which brings me to the whole topic of the discussion, is that rack good enough to excuse her from all of her war crimes or financial mm. or misgivings? The financial misgivings, yes. Okay. Everything else, policy and all that shit. No. Oh, speaking of policy, I almost oh. I almost forgot. Uh. When, when COVID was really ramping up and nobody yeah. knew about it yet, like yeah. January, February of 2020. Only the real hipsters knew. Yeah. You'd, Shout you'd, out to CC Outlaw. <laughs> you, um, she and other politicians were having meetings like behind closed doors in Congress and, uh, and, uh, and stuff like that. What did you say, Ellie? Yes. I know it gets me mad as hell too, dude. It's very infuriating. Yeah, but they were they were trading stocks, knowing which companies were going to do what during the pandemic, and they profited largely off of oh, it. Oh, because Chris Christie was doing that shit too, right? That's right. Yeah, yeah. they profited Ooh. largely off the pandemic. See, not not even to mention, like when it was still dicey to like like play around with the rules a little bit. Yeah, she was going and like she was going into businesses. No mask, despite. Like, oh yeah, rules she was the stuff. one that like, even though she had everything locked down, she was like, she let she got permission for her hairdresser to open. That's right. Yeah. See that kind of that's rich entitled shit. Like that, I'm like, all right, I'll forgive that with a rack like that. But when she's like putting people's lives at risk and shit, yeah, and profiting off of it. Yeah, that's when I look away. Largely, that's when I look away from. The gun show, and I look at those hands. <laughs> the hands of E.T., the extraterrestrial, and I'm just like, all right, yeah, you know. So, what's your ruling? <sighs> God damn it. No, no. Guilty? Guilty. Yep, I agree. I mean, 
it's a great effort on her part, you know, genetically or whatever, or her mom and dad's part. But and still, I want you know, add a boy to Mister Pelosi. Good for him, you know. He's got that to look forward to. But yeah, and his yeah. his seven figure or eight figure life savings because of her misgivings too. Yeah, cunt. Yeah. So no. <sighs> Big, what a waste, dude. A big G for guilty on the Pelosi's. Yeah, dude. But she did look fetching in those white pants on the beach, though. Because nothing says, you know, woman of the people than wearing full slacks on the fucking beach. And matching uh, matching uh, jacket, too. Yeah, like, what the fuck are you doing? Then again, she's at that age when they have, like, that rice paper skin. Mm-hmm. Where, like, if you blow on it hard enough, all of a sudden they have an open wound. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, no, but... It would be a good. I'd say I say no, but it would be a great story. Possibly because even if I got like a handy from her, it would probably kill her. <laughs> so then I could be a hero, you know, dude. <laughs> Speaking of handies, no. what a good ass boy that dog is. He's been good today. He's a good man. Fuck, dude. So yeah, Nancy Pelosi is a no fucking go. Now, what about her counterpart, though? Her AOC. Would you call that a counterpart? Well, not a counterpart, but, you know. Because Nancy is a what? Fe- a fellow Dem. Well, Nancy is what, officially? Speaker of the House? Yeah. And uh, AOC is just a congresswoman from a district in New York. <sighs> She's just a caramel goddess from the heavens. But, uh, as my, but as my dad points out, you can't spell demon without D-E-M. <laughs> yeah a little pearl of wisdom there what a gem i'm telling you dude not a gem a dem <laughs> a demon yeah dude so i think aoc's only crime is that she's annoying as all fuck i think her only crime is looking that fucking smoking in those fresh butter tims <laughs> and honestly she could come out and say you know what remember the holocaust we're running it back, you know, and I just be like, <laughs> I have to apologize to a lot of my friends, but you know, she, she's like, and the fact that she has like a teenager's online presence too is like, it's, it's like, Jesus Christ. That's what I mean. That like, plumps up my inner pedo. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> she's punishing online. Uh, but could you imagine if someone like Pelosi had an online presence like that? Yes, I could. But if she was always like in camera, just like pushing the setup, a lot of trying people, to show you the front butt crack. A lot of people would look the other way. <laughs> I know that. I mean, that's probably how she enticed all those crisis actors, <laughs> like to, to come to our nation's capital, like the ones who stole yeah. her computer. Yo, if she's really set up the Jenny, this is going to be a fucking callback to our first episode, dude. What if she set up? the entire january 6th capital riot just to get ashley babbitt Babbitt. killed so she could then use her soul-sucking lizard people powers to steal ashley babbitt's rack and make it her own have you ever seen nancy pelosi's tits before the insurrection no i don't think always in a fucking nice suit jacket you didn't see shit oh damn did we just get to the bottom of this i think we just opened a fucking can of worms dude you heard it. Yep. Right now, the space laser is getting aimed right at both of us. If you don't... There's no episode four. 
just know I am not suicidal. I'm not suicidal either. <laughs> there are no, there are no electrical faults in my home. What the fuck was that? <laughs> oh, just a glare. Hopefully, get away from me. I don't know you. He's a, he's a crisis. How do know that's not a fucking listening device in your mouth? Get away from me, dog. <laughs> if that is what you are. I think we've uncovered a plot, dude. So somebody hit up the fucking Chromags. We've uncovered something. John. Listen here. I call him on the Mama Luke line. Like, look, dude. Pelosi, Babbitt, look into it. All the information's there. You just got to watch the right YouTube videos. Follow the money. Investigate Don Henley. Or in this case, follow the tits. <laughs> follow the rat. She did that, dude. And she did like the fucking, uh, like the Indiana Jones, like Kali Moss, and just fucking <laughs> pulled the rack off of the poor dead corpse of Ashley Babbitt, the martyr, <laughs> and just fucking just implanted them on herself. <laughs> you know? And it's like, honestly, that's kind of a, a baller move for a Democrat to do to a Republican. It's like, not only are you now dead in my place of work, but I stole your tits. The ultimate fuck you. Fucking jug thief, dude. <sighs> Damn. My dad was right, dude. My dad's a fucking... I mean, I talk shit on him, but he, he's right the whole time. Can't spell demon without D-E-M, dude. <laughs> I'm telling you. That motherfucker was on to something. I should call him more often, I think. Hey, maybe this you will know? be your next topic of conversation. Maybe this will bring us closer together. We should probably record a, a conversation between you two for the pod. <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, I wouldn't. There'd be too many N-words. <laughs> There'd be so many fucking... There, like, there would be a lot redacted. I'd be canceled by proxy. Like, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Just for having the same name as the guy. Oh, my God. You'd never heard more hard R than him. Like, call him George Hard R Martin. It's just <laughs> fucking... I stole that from Matt Bennett. Sorry. But, uh, yeah, I I would totally do that. But it would just be nothing but bleep, bleep, bleep. Because it'd be nothing but racial slurs one after another. In between stories of him getting kicked out of Food Lion. <laughs> <laughs> because food line employees don't want to know the truth. Apparently. Oh, Jesus Christ. That's exactly what the guy at Food Line said. My dad was trying to tell him about lizard people. Mm. He was like, yo, can you give me like some Alpine Lace Swiss? And did you know that Mount Rushmore <laughs> is hollow and inside of it is where they're actually keeping the kids from Pizzagate? <laughs> he didn't really say that. I made that one up, but it could be true. It's plausible that he'd say that. It is. It's very fucking plausible. But yeah, I'd love to have a conversation. I'd love to have him come through the pod. But it would just have to be like a good 20-minute warning beforehand. I think even I might get triggered by it. It's just... It would just be completely bananas. He's on our our list then. Like Even fucking Elliot here would leave the room. Even good dogs have their fucking limits. Oh, shit. You got anything else this week? I kind of don't. I don't. I'm fucking boring as shit. Oh, I want to tell the guy that commented on one of our videos Ah. saying, these two dudes must play a lot of World of Warcraft. Listen, mister, I don't play World of Warcraft. I play Animal Crossing for your fucking information. and I play Fallout exclusively, all right? If World of Warcraft was cheaper and you you could have a shitty computer and play it, maybe I would. Mm -hmm. Roll for initiative. Fucking God. I don't got nothing else. Let's end this shit. Good enough. 
This has been the irrelevant and illiterate, illiterate or uh, the irrelevant and illiterate. Podcast. This has been the incontinent and irresponsible <laughs> podcast. I'm Dennis, and that's Tommy Big Dick. Dead balls. And, uh, hit that fucking intro music. <laughs>